Welcome to season two of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast with Ryan and Mike. Ryan. Mike. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast, episode 030. Holy heck. The Dirty 30. The Dirty 30. Did you ever think we'd make it this far? I didn't, and that's really fitting for what our show's going to be tonight. Yeah. Did you just think of that, or did you plan that? Nope, I just said it. The fucking genius. Thank you. Well done. Yeah, I try to be. Excellent. Well done like a steak. <laughs> that's the only way so to I'm eat garbage. it. I found someone the other day. I don't that's remember who. That's not the only way to eat it. It is. Medium rare. You can go fuck yourself. I, tr- I, I God, who the hell was it? My memory sucks sometimes. I just fucking talked to somebody about this, and lo and behold, they like well-done steaks, and I was incredibly impressed with them. I don't remember who it was. I'm sorry that you found another person that has bad taste. <laughs> Hold on. I got to mute myself, Ryan. Keep talking. Are you going to, like, choke yourself here? Yeah. You sound like you're getting a little raspy. Yeah, so if you're listening to this, and you were the person I talked to that likes well-done steaks... Shoot me a text because I don't fucking remember who you are now. That wasn't me. I, I, I want to offer to make the mistake. I want to offer this company to make better microphone stands. <laughs> we need to get like a sandbag and just fucking bloop, yeah, just bloop, blop it right, pop it right over it. I think I will. All right. So the the couple of you that have the pre-show, you know that Mike said as soon as we started the show, he wants to discuss the movie that we're watching, which is World <clears throat> War Z. Yes. Before we do anything else, because I've been dying, because there's like a lot of different ways that this could go and that mm-hmm. you could talk about this movie. Yep. I want to know, what did you want to discuss about World War Z? So that the particular scene okay. where I brought that up was, which, which we had just fired up the movie. We so, just fired up the movie. So it's the beginning of the movie where everything is kind of happening. Uh-huh. Like, this is where, like, one minute they're driving in their Volvo station wagon. Not to be confused with hashtag the fappening. Yes. One of the greatest moments in internet yeah, history. That was good. If you don't know what the fappening this is, is good. go ahead and Google the fappening. Yeah, well, I think Google's starting to censor it, so maybe DuckDuckGo. Oh, it. no, you can still find the original. Can you? Like J-Law, all that shit. Oh, oh yeah, it's still out there. Those ones were the top. Oh, yeah. Top, top. Anyway, sorry. Anyway, um, so this is the movie where they're driving in their station wagon that we were talking about. <laughs> if you want to know what we were talking about pre-show. <laughs> the Volvo. The Volvo. Um this fucking stand the um but how it goes from everything's normal uh-huh. and then slowly it's like mm, there's you know all oh, the radio's not working and I oh mean, there's random slowly in the in the span of like 30 seconds but yeah. yeah but it's like the you know oh why are those people running and oh those police officers are are going the other way uh-huh. like and and then suddenly it's chaos yeah i love when a movie or tv show does that well and the one that i want to reference is the last of us on hbo uh-huh there everything is calm to everything is not right mm. took about like half an episode and well, they and then, did it so fucking good do you think they did it good here or no yes oh, okay i i would disagree okay i like the scene it's a great scene it it it, it, it encompasses like oh shit this just went fucking chaotic yep we're tits up now but it's too fast in this movie. I'll give you that. Because like we said, we went from that to all of a sudden there's checkpoints with Humvees with 50 cows on top. Yep. And granted, that may have been like like a 10-hour thing. It may have taken them 10 hours to get to the edge of the city. 
but the way that it shows in the movie is fucking happened within three minutes. Well, so within three minutes, you already have eight ten warthogs bombing New York City, which is where we were talking <laughs> about a conspiracy that they knew the zombie outbreak was going to happen. Very true, yep. and they were ready to contain it, but then they couldn't. But if you read the book that this movie's based off of, you know that's not the case. Well, the book is. God, I don't know. It's, how it's, they it's didn't not even. Yeah, it's not like even the, the same. So yeah, the, the the book. If you haven't, if you don't know about it, I'm sure most a lot of people have seen this movie. It's a pretty mainstream zombie movie. Brad Pitt. Um, the book's fucking cool as shit. Mm-hmm. It, it is. It is basically news or not diary it's, excerpts or interviews. It's interviews, diary excerpts from all over the world yep. from all these different. Because uh, it started opinions and perceptions and views of and and stories of the zombie apocalypse. So it's not just Brad Pitt, this health officer who's some fucking badass. <laughs> I don't know. Right. It's well, weird. he's fighting for his family. I get it. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, it, it's not just following this, this one person and the, yeah. the, the book is super cool. Yeah. Cause it all started in like, wasn't it like South Korea in like a little village? Is that that fucking thing? By the way, apparently it runs all the time. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it only ran at night, but I just, I've no, I have no control over this house. Yeah. But yeah, the first, the first, and the it's, doctor it's a doctor, the right? Village. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then like, they talked about how he, the, he or she, I don't remember what it was, but like had bit some other people. Yeah. So the doctor's like, well, I need to know where they're at. And they're like, well, we don't know. Yeah. And then it just spread from there. Yep. Which we're, is also fascinating to me. Like, obviously I don't want it to happen because of the, just absolutely ruining the world that it would do but i'm interested to see like how long legitimately would a zombie outbreak take and what is this idiot doing is he jumping off the building oh uh, yeah because he got scratched so he thinks that he's going to turn oh, into one okay or he didn't get so something happened to him i think he got blood on him he wasn't sure if it was his got own it. blood i was yeah. gonna say you don't leave your girls behind you freaking yeah. asshole like no he was gonna yeah. kill himself if he turned got it um but anyway the um the Last of Us. I don't. You didn't watch it, did no, you? No, no, because I didn't play the game. I don't want anything to ruin anything. You don't. The the show is different enough from the game to where it's super good. Okay, but I I highly recommend it to anybody. It's a great show. If you don't like video games, it doesn't matter. It's still a wonderful show. Okay. Now, um, let's see if these guys do their job. You know, shoot them zombies. But um, so even if you don't think you're gonna watch it, like YouTube, the beginning. Uh-huh. of it but yeah because it starts out like eerily peaceful and then you know like one of the characters goes to you know this neighbor's house and they start noticing like stuff's not right and then it just like flips a switch uh-huh. and it goes from stuff's like not right to stuff super duper not right but then it kind of goes to like a different part of the town where like it hasn't hit yet necessarily mm-hmm. so it's stuff's still kind of back to normal so they're like what the fuck's going on but then like all this crazy shit starts happening. Like, there's an airplane involved, and, like, it is super-duper worth watching. Yeah. And it's just the beginning of it. So, I mean, if you want to watch the show, like, you're not going to ruin anything. Like, everybody knows Last of Us is a, a an outbreak of uh, cordyceps. Cordyceps? Yeah, do you not know how... No, I know. I do. It's not zombies. It's, like, mutants and shit, right? And, like, no, beasts no. and stuff? It's, um... So, cordyceps are the fungus that go into like ant brains this is like real life this is real life okay and i and when the game came out i was excited because i watched a planet earth documentary about these fucking cordyceps they get into the brains of ants Uh and they they create hallucinogens and they basically convince the ant to crawl to the tallest point that it can find Mm -hmm. and from there this fungus sprouts out of the ant's head 
and then ejects spores. Okay. So it literally it creates these zombie ants, mm-hmm. right? And so they obviously were researching this because that's interesting. Uh-huh. And they, the I don't know what they are, who studies fungi. They've got some name, I'm sure. I'm sure they fucking the fun, do. The fungologist. <laughs> they just figured out that. That's pretty good. Thanks. The reason that these uh, these fucking cordyceps don't affect like other animals is because they are very fine tuned to the internal temperature, body temperature of an ant. Okay. So what's genius about Last of Us, and they don't do this in the game, but they do it in the show because it's just you got to explain shit yeah. to people. They have like a news, uh, what do you whatever call it? It's like a talk show Which, from the seventies. Those are the fucking greatest parts of the movie, by the way. Of movies, in my opinion, the, when they had the fake news segments yes. or the fake news headlines, fucking amazing. Yep. But so, like, this is an interview from the seventies where this guy is talking about like a viral pandemic. Okay, so it's a little tongue in cheek because it was made, you know, after COVID. Yeah, and the guy's talking about how, like, oh, you know, a viral pandemic would be so damaging to the country, but you know, we'd survive. Blah blah blah. But then they had this other guy on there, this fungologist, uh-huh. and they're like, you know, what's your biggest fear? And he's like, mushrooms. And everybody kind of laughs. He goes, oh, that's the reaction I usually get. But then he explains how these cordyceps works, and he's like, you know, but they're main, they're they're stuck to just ants because uh-huh. of the ambient temperature and body temperature and all that stuff. He goes, what keeps me up at night though is the Earth's getting warmer, mm-hmm. so they're gonna have to evolve, right? And that's kind of how the beginning segment ends. So what it sets up is basically these cordyceps, and the show starts in two thousand three. Uh-huh. These cordyceps have reached the point where now they are looking for a host that is our body temperature what are we 98.6 sure so these cordyceps spread they get into you know people's brains so the people kind of turn into these zombies that have the goal of spreading the cordyceps to more people which they do through biting because that's just what makes it cool (laughs) but they actually show like they bite the person Uh and then you can see these tendrils coming out of their mouth and going into the victim and then the victim kind of reanimates with this cordyceps sort of you know controlling yeah, the body. Yeah. So it's a very, very like I'll say plausible like zombie movie. But in it, the game, don't they have things trying to attack you other than like people yeah, or so zombies? The longer you're infected because the game and the show take place like twenty years after all this started. Oh, okay. Alright, so the longer you're infected, the more um evolved you are. So you see like there's clickers. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who like these big spore, I don't know what you'd call them, leaves. Like, you know the mushrooms on trees that look like big plates? Yeah. Those are like coming out of these people's foreheads. So they can't see, so they track you by sonar. Okay. So they'll screech and scream at you, which when you're playing the game is fucking terrifying. It's a wonderful <laughs> game. Like, I cannot recommend it enough. The first one, I'm halfway through the second one right now, actually. But So their, their auditory um, sense is like super duper heightened. Okay. You know, so you got to like sneak around and... and, and uh, but then they've got these really, really big fuckers that were like the, you know, ground zero mm-hmm. infected. Those ones, it gets a little bit more video gamey because they're like super duper strong. Yeah. They'll like rip chunks of themselves off and throw it at you. <laughs> and when it hits, like all these spores come out. Okay. Which they don't do that in the show, but in the game. And the game does a lot more with spores. It's, they don't bite you to infect you. They, they try to kill you in the game. But, like, you go into areas of the game, and it's full of spores, uh-huh. so you have to, like, put a gas mask on. Okay. But for the show, and I was listening to the – they did a podcast for the show, a companion podcast. Mm-hmm. And the guy was talking about, he's like, 
you know, he really wanted to do the spore thing. He says, but then you're going to have these actors and gas masks, which everybody was on board, but it's so hard to get audio yeah. of, of people talking. And like, there's a lot of dialogue that had to happen in these scenes. Well, if they have a gas spores. mask, they could just fucking voice over it. They could, but the way they explained it, it made sense. Like, okay, well. Yeah, you can't have a film with people in fucking gas yeah, masks and the whole time. And he's like, how scary are spores? <laughs> you know, he's like, it just can be scary very as tense. Yeah, it can be very tense and stuff. He says, but at the end of the day, filming a thing trying to bite you and then have tendrils come out of its mouth and go into your body. Yeah. Like, he's like, that took the creepiness factor higher because they're very good about showing this happening, uh-huh. you know? And even some of the people, like, aren't dead when these cordyceps are, like, taking them over. Mm-hmm. So I yeah I just I'll say you know hands down one of my favorite shows and people people had a big bitch fit over the third episode yeah yeah because um, there was like the gay couple but it's one of those things where like the show is all doom and gloom mm-hmm. like most zombie movies and apocalypse oh, movies yeah. it's all doom and gloom there's nothing good but they managed to make this episode where it was like something good mm-hmm. and like the pivotal character in that episode he's like this prepper guy lives in his mom's basement this is Ron Swanson yeah. So Ron Swanson, prepper, lives in mom's basement, never had a relationship. He's devoted his entire life to prepping for the apocalypse. It happens. Uh-huh. The montage is great. He's so giddy. Like when it actually happens and he's like going around town, like yeah. getting all supplies and he's just like whistling and like slapping the side of his truck and just like couldn't be happier. But it's cool because the message in that episode is he prepared for everything, but being truly alone. Uh-huh. You know, so then when he finds this guy and he kind of helps him and then the guy recognizes right away, like, you are definitely very, very closeted gay uh-huh. because he's got this kind of macho persona, you yeah. know, and he's probably never felt comfortable with who he is. Mm-hmm. So they end up having this relationship and it lasts, you know, 20 years in the show. Mm-hmm. It's I, get past the, the gay part of it if mm-hmm. that's what makes you uncomfortable. And it's actually a great episode because it's these two guys basically making a life together in this horrible apocalypse yeah. but they like managed to make it work and like there's some stuff in there where you're like damn like if that was you know me and my wife like that would be a super hard thing to go through and it's just kind of them going through it and you, you know what drives me bonkers this is a bit off topic it's it's the fake outrage yeah of, of everything a lot of that. Uh, both sides yep. over everything everybody yep there's fucking fake out, outrage nonstop. so yep. like people that will never see the episode We'll post about it. I'll never watch HBO mm-hmm. again. Yada yada yada. Yeah. Without ever fucking seeing it because they're they're supposed to. Yeah. You know. And I mean, yeah. Every topic, everything, fucking both sides. People are just idiots with this fake outrage. Can't call culture both ways. And yeah, it'd be one of those things where if they made that that scene shot for shot, script totally the same, uh-huh. but a guy and a girl. Everybody'd be like, "Oh, that was a great episode." Mm-hmm. Then they just change it to a guy, and everybody lost their fucking mind. Oh, like, oh, they're forcing it down our throat. Or yeah. it's just fucking, like, just who cares? <laughs> just pay attention to the content. Yeah. You know, and it's like um, the TV show BoJack Horseman. Mm-hmm. I cannot say enough good things about that show. I think it is a <laughs> It looks fun so fucking movie. dumb. I'm not surprised you love it. But that's just it, though. Like, it's a super dark show, but uh-huh. it's also hilarious. But also, like, the, the content of the show is, like, very, like, it, it kind of hits you on some stuff. Oh, kind of like know? Bluey? No. I thought, I thought Bluey's like deep contented. It, uh, yeah, but it's more like deep contented just for parental stuff. Okay. But Bojack is like straight up, you know, like he thought, you know, like there's just a, a throw off scene where they're like, you know, what'd you do today? He's like, well, I stood in the shower so I couldn't tell if I was crying. <laughs> just weird little throw off stuff like that. 
But nobody will watch it because it's a, a cartoon horse. That's fucking great, though. But the show is like fan fucking tech. Yeah. It's kind of funny because like when it came out, and I was actually talking with my buddy about this, but like I just broke up with a girlfriend. It was a very messy breakup. Mm-hmm. Like the next morning, I was standing in the kitchen cooking eggs, and I had Bojack Horseman on the TV. And it was like a very fitting, like just, you know, what is it going to feel like to die alone kind of episode. <laughs> and I realized like I totally burned my eggs because I was so like just engrossed in the show. And I was like, what am I watching this for? They hit you <laughs> down to your fucking core. Yeah. Like, yeah, I cannot recommend Bojack Horseman enough. First couple episodes aren't that great, mm-hmm. but it's one of those shows where like, I don't know, episode three and four is when you really start getting kind of hooked. Okay. But if you go back and watch one and two. You're like, I totally missed the the genius of this. Oh, really? It's one of those shows that it's designed, you got to go back and rewatch it. No shit. It's like Arrested Development sprinkles all kinds of clues and stuff yeah. in the earlier episodes. And you're like, this doesn't make any sense. I, I tried my hardest and I could not get on board with that show. Really? Mm-hmm. I love it. Could not at fucking all. Fun fact, Arrested Development and BoJack Horseman starring Will Arnett. Who's he in Bojack? He's Bojack. He's oh, the really? voice of Bojack, yeah. Which is perfect because Bojack's just this like swarmy, overly confident, but deep down just yeah. super unsure of himself, depressed character, you know? And that's just like Will does such a good job of pre- <laughs> presenting that persona. <laughs> Shout out to Will Arnett, friend of the show. <laughs> yeah, him, we'll, and the, we'll him, him and the boys over episode. at Smartless, you know, they love the show. So, All right, let's get back on track. <clears throat> I think we are on track. What's up, buddy? Nothing. How are you? Good. Good to see you. Yeah. I uh, I apologize that when you got here to the satellite studio, um, I was out with the maintenance crew. It's okay. So I... I was a little nervous when I rolled up and that fucking van was outside your house, though. So well, it was a white van, so I thought, they're, well, not, they're not here for me. I thought, I thought maybe they were going to be of. here for you. Yeah. Alphabet Boy's coming. Yeah. Did you see the black helicopters? <laughs> no, but no. they have like, stealth technology and shit no. now. You don't hear them anymore. No. That's why I got that big netting over my house. It looks like a cow farm. <laughs> but that's, that's the drone netting, so you can't get hit by the suicide exactly. drones. Yep, yep. It just catches them. We um, we had a sprinkler system put in by the same company that did the landscaping when we okay. built the house. The landscaping, so the rocks and the patio mm-hmm. were done by a, can I say Mexican crew or Spanish crew, which is the appropriate one. So we Hispanic. Don't get a Hispanic crew. They blew me away with how fantastic they were. Yeah. These dudes showed up at break of dawn. Mm -hmm. Clearly, they had like a job to get done for that day Mm -hmm. because they wouldn't leave until the the job was clearly done. So it would be like seven thirty at night sometimes. Always cleaned up, picked up their tools, put everything away. They're fantastic, Mm -hmm. super fun to talk to. There's two of them that spoke English. Love talking to them. Um, Kind of an off story here, and I'm not going to do the accent because I don't want to be called racist, (laughs) but. They accidentally cut my internet cord. Okay. They were doing something. So I go out there, and they're, like, showing it to me. I'm like, okay. I'm like, well, I can call the internet company. And this one guy's like, no, no, I'll, I'll fix it. I'm like, okay, like, you're just going to splice it? And he's like, I got you. I'm like, all right. So Can you give me some free fucking internet or <laughs> channels while you're at it? Yeah, so this dude, you know, half hour later comes and knocks on the door, and he's like, check your internet. So I turn it on. I'm like, oh, yeah, it works great. He goes, yeah, it's the fastest it'll ever be. And I'm like, you can't do that. <laughs> And he's just like, you'll love it. Jose made the fastest internet for you. I'm like, okay, thanks, man. Like, you're the fucking best. You was know, it better? I, no. But, <laughs> but that's just like how great they were. And they were using a uh, skid steer to move rocks and stuff. And I was like, hey, that skid steer is pretty cool. You know, like, I like those. And he's uh-huh. like, yep, yep. And he had a wheelbarrow. And he's like, 
much better than wheelbarrow. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I bet. And he goes like, wheelbarrow downhill, very, very good. Uphill, mm-mm, not so good. I'm like, well, that's gravity, yeah. <laughs> like, I would imagine wheelbarrowing rocks uphill would fucking suck. Have you seen the fucking, uh, like, motorized wheelbarrows? Yeah, they're cool. Amazing. Yep. Absolutely amazing. But so anyway, so then they, they did a sprinkler system. And they had a bunch of, like, I don't know, 20-year-old white kids. Okay. And lifted pickups and just... They would start work exactly at 9 o'clock mm-hmm. or whatever, and 5.30 hit, and they would literally drop what they were doing and leave. So as I far mean, as they worked till 5.30, man, it seems like all of our work crews at our house five. stop at, like, yeah. 3. But so I'd go in the yard. There's, like, fucking tools laying around. And, <laughs> like, I'm like, your shit's going to get wrecked if it rains, yeah. you know? And so anyway, I have a hill in my backyard. I have a water outlet from my house. And I was like, I want an underground drain tile to run from the outlet of my house Mm -hmm. and get this water away from my house they're like yeah we can do that so they put the pop-up drain the end of it where the Mm -hmm. water comes out halfway up a hill okay so i have a mud river (laughs) because there is constantly water coming out of the fucking house yeah because i have a sump pump and toilets and stuff would it have just been too fucking long for them to get to the bottom of the hill or like like, that drain tile didn't exist in the world because it would have been another 25 feet okay and so it washed all this stuff away. So I keep calling this company, calling this company. I'm like, hey, I'm like, this drain's fucked up. Can you please come fix it? Uh-huh. Two years of this. <laughs> yep, we'll put you on the schedule. We'll put you on the schedule. They were supposed to come out today. Guess who's not here? Two fucking years? Yes. So I am like, fuck this. I have a backhoe on my tractor. Uh-huh. I'm going to dig a, a deep well. I'm going to fill it with pea stone. And the water can just come out into the pea stone. And what do they call it? A French well or yeah, something stupid. Yeah, uh, French drain. French drain. Problem solved, mm-hmm. right? These fucking jackasses ran a sprinkler line and the wiring that controls all of the pump boxes Mm -hmm. right next to that fucked up drain. So the first scoop I do with the backhoe, and I'm like talking two inches, Uh maybe, and I pull this wire up. (laughs) That sucks. If I had a way to light my yard on fire, I would have. So your sprinklers are down? Half of them don't work now. So I call them up. Hey. And they're like, oh, hey, you know, we recognize your name. I bet you fucking do. Oh, I by go, the way, that sir, fucked up drain you guys put you, in my yard? You voided the warranty when you did it yourself, so I'm we can't fix sure anything now. sure that's what these jackrabbits are going to say. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I, go, I was trying to fix this fucked up drain you guys put in and never came out and fixed. And I pulled up one of your stupid fucking lines that you put right next to, and not even like, they didn't run it around the drain. Uh-huh. It's right at the base of the drain where it's constantly going to be under the threat of water. Uh-huh. And I had an electrician was here. That's when you showed up. That's what he was doing. He's like, yeah, usually these are supposed to be dug like, you know, I don't know, six, eight inches underground. I'm yeah. like, oh, I bet it fucking was when they yeah. put it in. But all the dirt eroded away because of this drain they put it all <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, and I'm like, God, I'm just pulling my hair out. And I'm like, I know this is white privilege problems. Like, oh, my sprinkler system doesn't work. My grass will be brown. No, it's still fucking. But I fucking, paid money for yeah. a job to be done. Yeah. Do it right. If you don't do it right, come out and fix it. It's not yeah. hard. You know, like, it clearly isn't hard because I was going to do it, and I fucked it up. I think at this point, two years in, they ain't fucking coming. I'm sure they're not. Well, I mean, they will when I have to pay them to do it and <laughs> fix their mistake. I'm sure shit ain't going to be nice about it. You know, Mexican crew, I offered them water. Hispanic crew. Hispanic crew, I offered them water and, like, all kinds of stuff. You know, like, I, I walked out in the backyard, and they were, like, in the shade of the garage. Mm-hmm. And they jumped up and started working. It was like, you guys are doing a hard job. Like, yeah. Sit in the shade. I don't care. I'm not your boss. You're doing a great job. Do whatever you want. But, yeah, these guys come out. Uh-uh. No water for you. 
Get out of the shade. Cold face. Just stand out there with a fucking whip and just I watch him. I'm going to be a mad mother. Yeah, I'm going to be a mean dude. Which, and so I had a contract with them where they came out and winterized the system for me. Uh-huh. And, like, the kid that came out to winterize the system, I know he wasn't part of any of this, but I was telling him, I was like, look at this train. I go, is this how you would have done it if you were designing this? And he's like, well, you know, I guess it's not ideal. I'm like, look, dude, I ain't going to go to your boss. I'm like, tell yeah. me this is fucked up. Like, am I crazy or what? And he goes, well. Yeah, just validate me. That's all like, I need. Dude, he's like, I don't want to say nothing, but, yeah, he's like, it, it don't look good. I'm like, thank you. Like, that's all I need to hear is mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, an idiot, and this is, well, of course you're going to do it that way. Yeah. You know, and they did it the same in the front yard. There's a drain that comes off my driveway in the front yard. They put it halfway up the stupid fucking hill. And the woods are like 10 feet away. Go flood the woods. I don't care. Now my yard's constantly flooding. So when I mow, I'm rattling my fillings out of my teeth because there's so many fucking water channels everywhere. Like, I could dig a creek in my front yard, put some nice little rocks next to it, and next thing you know, I'd have a fucking natural habitat that the state would probably pay me money to maintain. I'm surprised you haven't you done that yet. Butterfly sanctuary. With your, with your fucking your Minecraft uh, you know, hobby. I'm like. afraid to dig now because I'm going to pull up fucking wires. They got shit running all over my yard crisscross, and they wouldn't give me a map. You know, that's why you're supposed to fucking call Ms. Dig before you dig into your Ms. Dig wouldn't have found it. There's no metal. There's okay. no conduit. It's all uh, it's all rubber. That's how Miss Dig finds it, because I wanted Miss... a metal detector, basically. I wanted Miss Dig to come out and find my sprinkler lines one time, and they said no, because there's no metal to it. Okay. That's what they look for. So I'm like, well, what good are you? Which is rude. Cause I, I mean, understand. they're pretty good. I mean, yeah, they are great. <laughs> I'm sure they've I mean, saved one or two lives. Scientifically, I'm sure they haven't figured out how to detect, you know, rubber yet. That's basically <laughs> all these stupid wires are. But yeah, like I was like, hey, can I get a map of where sprinkler lines are on? You know, and the guy's kind of looking around. I'm like, you don't know where the lines are at, do you? He's like, well, they don't document that. Would you? Yeah, I would too. Let's open a fucking irrigation company. Like, that seems, hey, here's the plan for your house. We'll keep this on fucking file. Or here's a copy. You know what I think these fucking idiots did? Hmm. Is they rolled out a line, and then they put a sprinkler head. <laughs> Just wherever it landed, that's where it went. a piece of string, and they walked in a circle and said, here's the radius of the sprinkler head. And so they rolled out of their line so that the, the, the Venn diagram in the front yard of two circles overlapping. Will but put the a least possible here. overlap because you want to be efficient, you know. I don't think they gave a shit because there's a couple <laughs> no, sprinklers. No, no, that, that's a bad thing. You want overlap as a homeowner. That that means more shit for them to fucking put on. Yeah. Less no, overlap for them is, is yeah, perfect. Yeah, the, the circle's bordered, not overlap. Yep. And... I, yeah, because when you when you when you're running the system, there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah, like you think it would be like, okay, you know, I'll put the sprinkler heads kind <laughs> yeah. of around the border, yeah. and then they can come into the middle. Uh-huh. And come, no, there'll be like one on the border. They're just random, and then they'll be like three feet away. There'll be another one, and then twelve feet away is the other one, and then you run the zone, which I had to come out and t- rename the zones in my app because I couldn't figure out what was what. But so you run it, and you're like three of them pop up in the front, and then one on the side of the house. So then you run the side of the house zone, and that one pops up again, but then two others, but they're mostly doing the backyard. And I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. And my yard looks like <laughs> shit because the grass that they used was shitty thin grass. Yeah. So the clover, oh, that's fucked up. clover took it over right away. Yeah. So my yard is like super duper green and nice looking, but when you get close to it, mm-hmm. it's because it's clover. It's all clover. I spent a lot of time and a lot of money on my yard and uh, hiring a landscaping company to basically redo it, and then I, I maintained it. But, like, I love my, like, my yard because there's no fucking weeds in it. 
Yeah. Like this shit is just plush and it's fucking green. Wonderful. And but it's because it's grat and I and like <clears throat> I, I learned so much when I did this. Like oh, your the clover and the weeds and all that shit they happen when like when you don't have thick grass. Like yeah. if, if there's room for it to grow, it will. Yeah. So you got to get fucking thick grass. And once that grass is there, and you put down some some weed killer, it'll like, choke it out. It'll choke it out. It'll mm-hmm. never come back. And so that's where I'm at. Also, they're riding bicycles, and this just makes me fucking chuckle. Yeah. Well, bicycles an efficient way to get around in the zombie apocalypse. It would be quieter than a horse. No fuel. I mean, you're going to get tired, but, but you know, whatever. Yeah. All right. We got to get back on topic because mm. remember, we're in a time crunch this we episode and we crunch. have fucking ranted. We have the first. Have. How long have we been going? Sorry about the noise, everybody. It's 27. Okay. <laughs> we're halfway through and we haven't talked about a single thing. Whoop. <laughs> no, that's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> uh, peek me on the curtain. Uh, mm. Kobe cheese. Yep. Cheese ball. Cheese ball. Fuck. You have to edit that, edit that? I'm not. No, you don't have that. And people won't know. You're, you're, we're good. Cheese ball. I, my bad. I, I will not edit anymore. Um, said that she got somebody else to listen to the show. <gasps> yeah. And, but like, I took that as they had listened. And then she's like, but I can't find episode like two or three. And then I'm like, it's there. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I found it. So I don't know if the person's actually listened to it. Okay. So she needs to update us if they, like, yeah. they said, like, hey, I'm going to listen to it. And then I want to know what they actually did and what they think. That's one of those ones where they're like, I can't find episode two or three. Well, that's fine. <laughs> well, she told him that just, she, she said, like, you got to deal with the first couple. Just yeah. fucking, it's a slog. We know. It's not a slog. It's, it's just, you just know. It's not as professional. Yeah. It's just not as, as nice sounding. Yeah. Now that's it sounds all. nice because you've upgraded our equipment and now we're, we're doing a lot better. Except now we just never have fucking time to record, it seems. Right. That's also true. Which is funny because nothing's really changed drastically in either of our lives, but we just don't have any time anymore. I mean, I, yeah, well, like you said, though, it's, it's the winter versus summer thing. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, Jay had soccer one day a week in the winter. Now he's got two days a week in the – or two practices a week in, in here. And then he starts um, – his tryouts are in two weeks. Nice. For the, the U9 team. And so I think he'll go to three practices a week once that happens. And, and Callie is about to hopefully move up in gymnastics and her – big fucking evaluation thing is a Sunday and that's going to go like four days a week. And time's not, I'm not going to get any more times. Camping yeah. season's coming up. <laughs> we go on our first trip next week. You're just buying it up. Yeah, basically. Time's like land, dude. They're not making any more of it. Nope. Nope. Uh, yeah. What about you? Any peek behind the curtains? Any reviews? I'm um, still getting like, you know, John, John, the Patreon still doing a good job of letting us know what he thinks about everything. And Excellent. I always enjoy that. And yeah, a couple of people are still listening. Got some more stickers out there. Had some people were really happy to get some stickers. Oh, that's like, good. Hell yeah. You know, put them, Sweet. Up, put them up where people will see it. And I like that. Uh, I think Joey Meatballs is finally catching up. He's, oh, good. He sent us a couple texts. Yeah. Some, some topical from a yep. month ago texts. Yep. Yeah. So thanks, Joey. Yeah. We're glad you're back. <laughs> I mean, sort of. Yeah. It's Joey. Yeah. And your Subarus. Um. Oh crap! I was gonna say something that I totally forgot. I think you're gonna tell me that you're ready to go on a time travel adventure. I am. What button is it? <laughs> Fuck! I don't know. Ryan. <laughs> well, hold on. Now I can't remember what I was doing. Okay. Yeah. Mike, are you ready to go on a bourbon and grass time nonsensical podcast time travel adventure? I am. Uh, Mike, on this date, May twentieth, nineteen thirty-two. Mm-hmm. Amelia Earhart lands near Luddenderry, Ireland to become the first woman f- to fly solo across the Atlantic. So she, this is the one that she made it. 
that she made. Yeah, she flew across the Atlantic solo. Mm-hmm. She went, disappeared on her worldwide trip. Got it. Um, which do you think that she actually disappeared? Or do you think she crashed and died? Or do you think she like fuck it? I'm well, just the, the pressure. People are. I'm a woman. People are dickheads. Yep. I want to fucking deal with this. Yeah. I'm just gonna go live my life. So famously, you've said her maiden name is Epstein. And she didn't. I said this famously. Okay. And she didn't crash, but she was paid by the elites to scout out an island for their predatory fun time. Back in the 1930s, huh? Yep. Okay. And so she did her flight, found her island, Uh and then, you know, she did her other flight where she disappeared. She actually landed and helped set up the, what is now known as the, the Epstein Island. Wow, I, especially because I think she disappeared in like the South Pacific, not uh, you know the Caribbean. Did you see her disappear in the South? I, I did not actually. Okay, uh, how did you find out about it, it through the through the textbooks? Yep. Here's a fun fact: Gisleen Maxwell, her dad, was like <laughs> the one that owned all the textbook companies, which is where you learn. Was she about, a textbook heir? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. His company was the one that pr- prints like all these textbooks. Nice. So where you learned about. From a textbook. Uh-huh. See how it all connects? It all connects. <laughs> all right. Is he laying in Israel? I think so. Because we could, we could make some more connections <laughs> yeah. here. No. I Yeah. I think Get Amelia Earhart. This shit. Um, so the Bermuda Triangle, like, what is the whole, the deal about that is, like, there's some sort of magnetic yeah, issue that's there. Yeah, It screws up your compass and stuff. Yeah. I, I, or, sure or that's what happened. Or, it, again... <laughs> She disappeared in the South Pacific, not the fucking Bermuda Triangle. Here nor there. I mean, kind of. <laughs> halfway across the world. No. I mean, look at, you know, today we lost a fucking jetliner. Yeah. Full of people. Like, so what's to say, you know, she's cruising around in her little airplane. She doesn't have a cell phone, obviously. Like, wasn't it her and a navigator? Or was it her by no, herself? No, it's solo. Like, yeah, that, that's so. like the cool thing about the, or, you know, like the, the big thing about the flight. Mm-hmm. But it cracks me up. I mean, it doesn't crack me up. Like, I think it's crazy. Like, with her and, like, Charles Lindbergh and his shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, how that was a big deal. Like, the first time, you know, a woman crossed the Atlantic yeah. in an airplane. And now, I mean, it happens fucking what? There's probably a thousand flights a day that go over the Atlantic. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's just it, it's crazy how things change over time with technology and what what's such a big deal is not a big deal and and everything else it's funny too like the milestones that we put together like the first woman to swim the english channel <laughs> dude i like, fucking i that's... think every time i watch espn sports center in the morning like oh this pitcher became the first pitcher to throw two strikes in their first seven games you know yeah. and like who fucking keeps some of these fucking the, these statistics yeah. and these milestones? Like they're just just random. They're I, just fucking random. And I feel like a dick too with a lot of these milestones because like oh, it's stuff I can't accomplish. Like, yeah, I can't swim the English Channel. I get it. But also when they're like you know oh somebody threw like the first you know no hitter pitch whatever yeah. I just did like well yeah somebody had to eventually <laughs> right like yes. that's cool they were the first one to do it but like are we really like surprised it's that just happened? a it's, simple numbers game with so much of this stuff how the sport was designed yeah. like you're supposed to throw the ball and the other person is not supposed to hit it yeah and if you do that right well yeah you're gonna throw every ball and nobody's gonna hit them like what, what i hate is you know that's that's a big deal like a no hitter a pitcher throwing mm-hmm. no hitter is a big deal yeah. but now like they celebrate when a team throws a combined no hitter so mm-hmm. you might have five fucking pitchers in the game and they all combine for no hitter well, cool. Yeah, that's not that. that that's not that huge of an accomplishment. You each only pitch a couple innings or a couple outs, you know. Yeah, like, and I don't want to take away from like very, you know, 
it's impressive from an athletic standpoint to uh-huh. throw a no hitter. Like that's awesome. Like two athletes, you know, at the top of their craft. Mm-hmm. This guy's trying to hit the ball as best as he can. Uh-huh. And he failed, and the guy who's trying to throw the ball best that he can succeeded. Like that's cool. Also, that's all they do. <laughs> that is what you're supposed Literally, to do. Literally, year long, you train yeah. to throw a ball that somebody cannot hit. Yeah. So good, you did what you trained and got paid a lot of money to do. <laughs> and that's not to say, like, I don't know, the smaller leagues. Yeah. You know, like the guys that are making fifty grand a year to play these little, like, good for them. You know, like yeah, they love the game. You're still playing the game. Are you still getting paid to play a fucking game? Yeah. You know, like that's good stuff. Yeah. It's yeah, like, like my the, dream of esports that never happened. The whole fucking Brittany Griner thing, and that's a whole other topic. But you know, people were, were saying like, "Oh, it's it's so sad that you know she only made two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year in the WNBA, and so mm-hmm. that she had to go to another country to 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 earn more money." Yeah, like you're making a quarter of a million dollars a year. No one fucking forced you to go to another country to earn more money because right. two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. You, you should be live. pretty good. Yeah, you can live comfortably. Pretty fucking good. Yeah. And like, sorry that you want to like live like Michael Jordan. You're not Michael Jordan. Right. <laughs> so like, fuck off. I bet there's a lot of guy basketball players that want to live like Michael Jordan yeah. and are not. Yeah. Yep. You know, but they also weren't persuaded to bring narcotics into another <laughs> country either. It's still, you know, like the, the fucking the the news reporter that just got arrested in Russia, and then Paul Wheeler, and like you know the, the government calls them they're unlawfully detained. And then they, they classified her in the same way. And I'm like, mm. it, it was political. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It was fucking Russia was making a stand. Absolutely. But she broke the law right. in that country. So what exactly was the, the unjustly detained bullshit? Like, yeah. no, you fucking broke the law. It, it was politically motivated. I understand that. Yeah, but they, still, they just chose to uphold yeah, that law. Yep, yep. But it was still <laughs> a broken law. Yeah, like, there was nothing... The bullshit. There's nothing yeah. unjustified. I fucking hated that term. Yeah, like if somebody gets arrested for having a suspended license and they're also a political activist, uh-huh. like maybe it's politically driven, <laughs> but you also weren't adhering to the yeah. motor view. You also have a suspended license. <laughs> yeah, I love this scene. How quick did they build these walls, though? In the movie? Yeah, like, like look two at weeks. Those fucking things. No, it's seriously like two weeks. But they had. There's like, no way that concrete dried. They, they had a, a bit of a heads up because they were. It's like biblical. I think is what it was or some shit like that. Mm. that, that that's what this guy was telling me. Remember, he's like, we had a heads up. We, we saw the signs or some shit like that. Okay. But it's like, been a minute since I've seen this movie. Yeah. And so they literally, they threw this up in, in a matter of weeks, which honestly, I think Israel fucking could do. Yeah. <laughs> like if they just walled they're off working Gaza people. Like right now. Yeah. yeah. They're a hardworking group. So this is what they I have to get. They're surrounded by 40 million people that want them fucking to not exist. Yeah. You know? So, like earlier in the scene, there are some helicopters flying around looking uh-huh. at shit, and now there's a wall of people literally climbing up themselves to get over this wall. Mm-hmm. Where's the fucking helicopter at? They're coming around. And How just are they won- missing it? Because people aren't fucking like. Again, it takes it takes a second to react and everything. Well, it shouldn't. Because watch, I mean, the helicopter is about to come flying around here in just a moment. It's just wild, fucking yeah. zombies jumping off the wall now, like just suicidal ants. Now, we covered this extensively in the very popular first episode of this show. What's that? Zombies. Yes. Um, Are we fast zombies or slow zombies? Well, this movie's fast, which is dumb. We are team slow zombies, though. Yeah, I'm still on that page. That's like this way. Every one of these these zombies that actually did manage to to climb the wall like ants and then jump down, they're dropping fucking 75 feet. Every one of their bones is broken. Yeah. 
How nope. are they super yeah, creatures? Yeah. Zombie or not, like mechanically your body doesn't function they wouldn't mm-hmm. be able to chase these people right <laughs> their, bro- their bones are fucking mush like they can't support their weight and so but you know if, if, if somebody's a zombie and literally rotting undead how the fuck do they move fast yeah your muscles are are gone you, yep. you can't pull yourself like yeah that's where i enjoyed 28 days later and 28 weeks later because it's like the rage virus it was rabies yeah. is what they described yeah. it as and so i'm like okay well that makes yep, sense i'm totally on board yeah, with that yeah. but yeah this i don't think they ever touched on what it exactly is in this virus but yeah like that guy there what virus is going to make him be able to do all that shit <laughs> not very many you know, and then like, still trying to get people yeah yeah shit's wild but that's what was cool going back to The Last of Us, which we're one to do. Like, they were fast, mm-hmm. but they weren't, like, superhuman fast. Okay. Like, there's a part where the pivotal character is running. From... It's more like they're sprinting and they just don't get tired? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a pivotal character is sprinting, running away from some of the infected. Uh-huh. And, like, he's he's making a good go of it, you know? And the thing is kind of catching up to him mm-hmm. just because, like, yeah, like you said, like, it doesn't have that. You know that that message you bring. Oh, you're tired. Yeah, it's just yeah. like no, keep going. Yep. You know, which you which look is like at an these, animal. That's what that's yeah. what a fucking animal does. And you look at these like you know these moms who have lifted cars off of their pinned kids. Like oh, the German, body can do some crazy yeah. shit when the right chemicals are flooding your brain. Yep. So yeah, I mean like this is cool visually, but the sea of people coming around the corner and now they're suddenly all climbing and falling on top of each other. It's just mm-hmm. like it's not a tsunami, right? <laughs> what the fuck. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, but hey, how about we take a quick break because we are getting low on time and yep. we can talk about our, our dirty birdie books. Dirty birdie books, if anybody's interested. And this is, what are we doing? Tweety Bird in Bondage? I don't know. <laughs> Something along those lines. <laughs> Sylvester the Cat's just fucking, just getting worked yep. up right now. So this kid just ducked and covered their head and all the zombies went running around them. You so, are the worst. Do you not remember anything of this movie? No, it's fuck i think i watched it on an airplane years ago. <sighs> the, the, the kid is the secret he's gonna remember this when he's in the fucking vaccine thing or like in the the science lab thing it has something to do with like i don't know something <laughs> and like they just think that he's one of theirs because of something and that's how they get the vaccine for this it's all about vaccination propagation yeah, or no i think what it is is they oh uh, it's like like people with cancer Hold on a second. What the fuck is she doing? What? She's holding her rifle. She wasn't even looking in that giant optic that's glued on top of it. Yeah, I don't know. The fucking whole thing's stupid. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's like people with cancer or like a terminal disease or illness. Like they're these things like think that they're already dead or dying. Uh, and like, uh-huh. so that that's the whole. So like you got to put like some shit in your body and then like, oh, they're just one of us. They And so they ignore you basically. Check. Yeah. No, got to chop her arm off. All right, let's take a break. Okay, bye. Ryan, welcome back to part two of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast, inaugural episode 030. We should have been more prepared, and, like, I could have read, like, a dirty passage, like, in a sexual manner. Hold on. Start talking about what we're going to talk about. I'll pull up on my Kindle app here. Sorry about the noise, everybody. I can't help it. So, wait, you have these dirty books in your phone? Well, so the wife gets them through Amazon Unlimited. Okay. So if I get on my Kindle app, I can pull up. Oh, yeah. It's like linked or joined their same yeah. account or whatever. Which is cool because I read the entirety of the Expanse series, which is a hard sci-fi space opera. <laughs> my recommended books 
are this guy who works out <laughs> fucking his nanny raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds... I want more space books. Yeah. I don't want more. Uh, this guy's getting blown by his substitute <laughs> babysitter's stepmom. That's so like mundane and not even like in the realm of some of the books that we're going to be talking about. So today, uh, it, it, it has come to our attention that like every one of our guys' friends that we talk to, um, their wives all fucking read, right? And we're like, okay, like chicks read books. Yeah, I guess they read more than guys and everything else. But then what it comes down to is that they're all reading fucking dirty smut books. Yep. And not just like that. What you just said there is very mundane. Yeah. Like, oh, he's just banging the nanny. Like, no, that is not not the kind of books yeah. that, that my wife and some of my friends' wives have read and I've heard stories of. So today we just want to discuss uh, some of the wild outlandish shit that, that we've heard and some of the weird, crazy fucking genres that they have. So here's the, the spring semester. Yep. Sultry girl in the camp, front. A campus tale story. Yep. So they got the... Um the the photo stock image of a girl who she looks too old to be in college. No, that's like a twenty. That's like a twenty two year old. Mm, maybe. So there's a quote at the very beginning of this book. Okay. Two souls are sometimes created together and in love before they're born. S. Scott Fitzgerald. That's not good. S. Scott Fitzgerald's a pretty well known dude, right? No, I don't fucking know. Is that the the, he, he's the, like the big, boat that fucking he's... sunk in the Upper Peninsula or some shit? No, it's the Edmund Fitzgerald. Oh, okay. S. Scott Fitzgerald is like a very famous writer. He's like okay. a, a classical writer. I'm sure he never planned on being quoted at the head of a smut book. Fair. You know? But I've I've overread or I've read some of these passages like over my wife's shoulder <laughs> and do like they are raunchy. Yeah, like this isn't even bad, but this is sentence one. Okay. Prologue. Uh L-E-I-G-H-T-O-N. That's the name, right? Leighton. Leighton. We really shouldn't be doing this, Lee. I watch as he pulls his jeans up over his pelvis, successfully blocking me from the glorious dick that was just inside me no more than four minutes ago. I stretch my <laughs> naked body that's still sprawled out on my bed, and I rake my eyes over my best friend. But it's fun. I giggle, and he glares at me. Oh, come on, Everett. Lighten up. Everett and Lee, is this two guys? <laughs> Well, it looks like it. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really read ahead. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, pigtails. I don't know. Oh, guys wear pigtails now, though, too. I don't know. I, I just, uh, just heard a story just the other day. Oh, um, our genitals became inseparable. <laughs> oh, that's, that's called nodding, by the way. So, there, there's, I don't know what you were going to talk you about. You know more about this than I do, so I just want to hear what you got going on. All right, fair enough. So, I'll just start with the very basics, okay? There's a lot of fucking genres mm. in this category of smut. Yeah. All right, it's not, like I said, it's not just banging your nanny and shit. Yep. Um, there's what's called the Omegaverse. Omegaverse? Omegaverse. Now, that sounds like <laughs> something that should be in my hard sci-fi space operas. <laughs> right? So, like, what it is, it, it's kind of like, like a fantasy genre right so you could have a million different authors all fucking writing about elves and dwarves and shit like that but in this in, in the smut section of it like the omega verse it's a it's a universe that everyone uses and can go to and you have like alphas mm. and you have it's all this shit but they do what's called nodding okay and i learned what nodding is it's normal sex all right so you got some p in the v okay it's normal sex yep but then they not and so <laughs> the way it was described to me <laughs> Is this like how dogs have sex? Yes. Okay. They said, th think of like animals and like it, it, like a Chinese finger trap. So it'll go in there yep. and it just gets like like stuck. Yep. 
and then you just like snuggle with that in there for like an hour after you're done and just like and then eventually it just releases hmm. and then and that's like a big deal for them yeah that's like how they have sex in the omegaverse some people have sex in the omegaverse okay um so that, that's one of the stories uh or one of the genres um the other there, there's like a lot of mafia a lot of biker shit yeah it's a lot of like you know i'm this this guy was a fucking uh a soldier and he got out of the military and he goes to a small town you know he's probably a drunk because of ptsd and so he becomes like a postman and on his postal route he sees the teacher uh, at the school and she's like really hot and then one day he's delivering mail and he sees her oh he delivers mail all right yep and so but he sees her like like being beaten by her boyfriend and so he steps in and he kills him well the boyfriend ended up being like a fucking biker gang and so now now he's trying to um you know survive against this biker gang attack while he's banging this chick all the time so that's 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 the thing uh it's all crime shit or like like soldier shit uh but my my buddy's wife was telling about one of the books there she was talking to a man about one of the books and of course they both have fucking read it and so like us like stalkers Mm-hmm. It's a thing, <laughs> of course it would be. But like everyone wants to be desired. <laughs> so I'm like, that sounds bad, and like, no, like it, it's amazing. And so like, there literally will be a book about a guy stalking a girl, right? Yeah. And and she's saying, yeah, this one scene, he like broke in and he like held a gun to her, and he's like, take your clothes off, and then he like fucked her with a gun. And I'm like, oh my god, this sounds awful. And they're like, no, it was like the hottest thing ever. I'm like, what the fuck? A home invasion, rape. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Super it's like hot and then like, they end up like falling for each other and like she like willingly fucks this stalker who banged her with a gun like it's just some wild shit man so how'd you meet <laughs> funny story <laughs> yeah. let me tell you wasn't tinder uh here let me interject i'm gonna just interject with like passages that okay? sounds great yeah so this is from the uh american classic claiming the babysitter <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Claiming the babysitter as your own. Yeah, so now I didn't look for any passages like this. I, I you can pull up like the pages of the book okay. and I just randomly clicked on a number okay. and brought the page up. I can feel the powerful lawyer's hard length pressing against my core, and his size is a bit intimidating. I haven't seen him yet, but I can already sense that this man is huge and I'm about to be destroyed. OMG, am I up for this? <laughs> now, I want to point out something. When you have an ebook, all right, you can highlight passages that you want to save. Okay. Okay, so you highlight, you know, somebody says something very pivotal uh, or. Like, I want to remember that. I want to remember this. And okay. it saves it to a separate notes on your, your ebook. Okay? Please tell me your wife saved that. Uh, no, but this one was. Does it tell me how many people saved it? Because sometimes it'll tell you, like, how many people highlighted something. Oh, okay. You have to you have to be like over two hundred highlights for it to show up for okay. everybody. It's like a social highlighting. Yeah. Highlighted here. Morgan lets out a pleased growl and worms his finger even deeper into my behind. Oh, well finger in the ass. Which wanted to be remembered by a significant amount of people because Amazon pointed out Wait, just that one sentence? That one sentence. Okay. Which is followed up by Fucker tight. He rasps, <laughs> wriggling the digit a bit. So fucking yuck. <laughs> so why didn't we highlight that too? Is that not memorable? I feel like who doesn't want to be remembered? Yeah, it for the whole tight? scene, you know. Yeah. How many so people I highlighted it? I, it doesn't say. Oh, it's a lot of people. Have oh wait, popular highlight. Da, da, da. 
Oh, it's just telling me it's a popular highlight. In my, my this is on my phone. In my Kindle, it'll actually tell me like you know one thousand five hundred okay. people highlighted this. So do anyway, you, keep going. I'm gonna pull up a uh, another. Do Do you know what a harem is? Uh yeah, it's where a guy's got a bunch of wives or yeah, and like everybody's cool with it. Yeah, like everyone knows, and and yeah, there's much. Well, do you know what a reverse harem is? chick with a bunch of guys so yes this okay. is this is also a very popular genre um it's a chick that has a relationship with a bunch of dudes at once and like everyone's just kosher with it and shit sometimes it's more than than, than i think two involved I, I don't fucking fully know it um but that that's another uh very big genre uh so yeah there i mean there is just a million kind of fucking small books you can get fantasy books like we just said with like elves and, and dwarves and shit um those kind of books but yep. then there's also like banging in it <laughs> and, and it's just fucking it is wild man but i tell you what i love it and i and i truly reap the benefits of my my wife's reading here's a quote from the architect i feel like this is a one-sided conversation because now you're getting enthralled in reading paragraphs here somehow i survived the weekend without burning out the motor in my vibrator somehow somehow good on you girl or guy i don't know again <laughs> random page don't know uh but yeah. do, you, do you have like like i i, I know <clears throat> what kind of book my wife is reading based on what she's into at the time that we have some mom and dad time oh yeah yeah 100 percent. like uh, ours doesn't bleed over no no oh my god that's what i'm saying this is like the best part about it it bleeds mm-hmm. over in that aspect so like she really wants to do a certain something i'm like oh you must be reading about that and she's like oh yeah that's all the book is i'm like oh that's fucking great or um like we'll be doing something I'm like wow that was fun like that was new and she's like oh yeah i read about it in my book i'm like fucking a so i i love these but i never once read them i fucking love she could spend a million dollars a year on these and i don't fucking care so makes me the happiest guy in the world her reading these books so the picture you're painting to me though is she's in the kind of like the fantastical stuff like this omega verse with nodding and, and whatnot where my wife's more of like the you know claiming the babysitter kind of stuff so what makes no, she she reads it all, man. She okay. fucking just reads it all. Well, what I was chuckling about just now uh-huh. is like if my wife wanted to bring the books into her reality. I'd have to be like, oh hey, babysitter, I'm gonna take you home. <laughs> you after have to do I a little bit more role playing type stuff. Digit up your asshole. But you're over there, and you've got like robes on and like a wizard staff, and you're like, come hither, me lady. <laughs> come hither. I, yes. I cast the vibratus maximus on your vaginas. <laughs> You're like, yeah, man, I'm bringing this into the real life. It's <gasps> fucking great. Like, yeah. No. No, it's just not. you got, like, pointy ears on and shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's got some sort of minotaur costume. I don't know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah. Yep. So, but, I mean, <laughs> these are, like, a, a very, very common thing. The, the more, like, that we've talked to our friends and, mm-hmm. like, the... This is incredibly common of a thing. Oh yeah, she's got a uh, Instagram person. That oh yeah, she follows that recommends books, yep. and she's there's like a spreadsheet yep. you can get. Um, my, my wife does the same thing. Multiple people that she follows, but then like TikTok, <laughs> it's called Book Talk and like spicy. So if you see like the chili pepper, that mm-hmm. mean and talk about books, that's like these kind of books. They call them spicy. Yeah, but holy shit! Like she was showing me one the other day because I told her we we're gonna be talking about this, and uh, this chick was like. She went through like her top ten like favorite books, right? Mm-hmm. And she's there like describing some of this stuff, and she's like, you can tell she's fucking, she's getting moist just yeah. talking about this. And so yeah, it's like some crazy fucking stalker books and shit. And you're just like, how is this? 
how does this do it for you? I don't get it. But I'm like, all right. Like, I've watched a bunch of different videos. There's a whole different variety of yeah. videos. I'm like, this This is the girls' videos. Yeah. Like, when you go to Pornhub and you go to categories, there's pages. Oh, yeah. Pages. pages of shit. Yep. And so it makes sense. Yeah. Just in book. Yep. It's just in writing versus visual. And when you think, like, the difference between guys and girls, it makes total fucking sense. It's the whole, like, physical seeing versus, like, mental reading. Right. You know? and, and Yeah, I, we're I, visual creatures. Yep. They're just mental. Yep. Yep. In more in ways than ways. one. <laughs> so here's the deal. Um, this is going to lead us into our next um, project, okay. Urban and Grass, Nonsensical Podcast Studios. Uh, we're going to release our first book. And I'm going to write it from what I understand these books are like. And you're going to write it from how you understand these are, books are like. Are we going to do like every other chapter? Like you get like the odd chapters. I get the even chapters. But then we don't tell each other what yep. we're writing. Yeah. That sounds fucking great. So it'll be like, you know, Jimmy the biker. He's claiming the babysitter. And then next thing he knows, a fucking elf goes walking by outside. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll have like the basics the same. So it'll be. We'll, have this, we'll both know the main character. Here's. The plot. Yep, the plot, and here's, then here's what happens from A to B. You fill it. That would actually be very yeah, let's fun. Let's fill it in. It doesn't have to be a smut book, but like that would be fun. Yeah, it was very fucking help funny. Help notice the throbbing cock <laughs> on the orc. <laughs> <laughs> but I do this shit though. It is. I mean, it is vividly dirty and raunchy in word form. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to give like. So they paint those fucking scenes. So, Georgie Tolkien writes Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Does a good job of describing stuff. Creates a pretty fantastical universe, obviously. Do you call him Georgie Tolkien? Tolkien? That's, that's what he prefers. Friend of the show. And so he's, <laughs> so are, you con- are you confusing J.R.R. Tolkien and George Martin? It's a nickname. All right. No, I am. I don't, I don't know who wrote what. <laughs> okay. <that's, laughs> did you just combine yeah. Game of Thrones and Lord of the Rings? <laughs> it's all the same. <laughs> the universe, I understand. Fair. So he writes, yeah, this this very fantastical, imaginative universe where uh-huh. you read it and you're like, oh, I'm there, you know? Like, these people got to do that, but they got to throw in some, like, I got to be really descriptive about the Snickers vein on this guy's cock because this <laughs> character is going to talk about it because I'm in college. I've never done this before as my roommate's boyfriend plows my asshole. <laughs> That's an excerpt from the intern. <laughs> Page ninety-six. Oh, yeah, so if you're if your wife read and you know what? I mean we keep saying girls. We're fucking I guarantee there's dudes dudes out there that read these books. Oh for sure. I'm sure that there is. For sure. You know I bet if we gave it a chance it'd be interesting, but Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Nope. Like I already don't read. I uh, mean, I'm still stuck in like chapter ten from the one book that we were reading together, and she flew ahead to like seventeen because she was mad at me, or she's not mad at me. She's like, "You ever fucking slow. read this?" And yeah. I was like, "Yeah," and I didn't, so she just started reading it. Oh, good for her. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get through the Harry Potter series right now. Oh, you told me that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm like going blew through book one. Okay, and now book two, I'm like kind of halfway through. And I'm struggling. Yeah, at this point, just watch the movies. You'll figure it out. Yeah. My buddy Trenton said, though, that the movies are not good compared to the books. Which, I mean, you could say that about everything. I but mean, you're World War Z, like, the book is fantastic, and the movie's okay. It's fair. But I don't know. Like, I mean, you're almost a 40-year-old man. I, I just True. think it's like teenagers are reading Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like, I'm clearly reading the books that were written for, like, the 10-year-olds. Yeah. Because as as what I'm told, as the series goes on, it gets like more grown up. Oh, yeah. Because the books grow up with the characters. So. Darker, yeah. 
I mean, I could skip to like I don't know, book six probably. Voldemort. Just I wouldn't know what's going on. That's fair. Again, just see the movies. But they are enjoyable reads, though. Like I'll give them that because, like the Expanse, Uh it would be oh this problem happened, and it'll take a fucking book and a half to fix it. Yeah, and it's all like political and hard science, and you're trying to wrap your brain around it. Harry Potter. Oh, this horrible thing happened, and we fixed it three pages later. Perfect. And you're like, yeah, that was a great solution, kids. Good job. Good, Good job. job, kids. Oh, now we're going to go play Space Broom Quidditch. <laughs> space. Not space. Flying soccer. What the fuck these kids are doing? Flying <laughs> soccer. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're uh, we're just yeah. about out of time here, bud. You got dad stuff to do. I got dad stuff to do. Yep. We're about to go tear it up dad style. And hopefully I'm going to go figure out what kind of book my wife's reading tonight. Yeah. That will be our book, dad style. <laughs> that sounds so fucked up, but I love it. You're gonna get a lot of different people who are gonna be interested in that. Like, there's the the girls out there that want daddy, and the guys out there that want their daddy, and the <laughs> you know the women who are like, uh, my kid's dad sucks. I want a book about a good dad, and then it's just a biker and an orc, and <laughs> I don't know. It's all inclusive. Travesting some fucking magical land of mountains, but they're butt fucking every elf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and on that note, uh, we're going to go buy- fuck some Yeah, so keep an eye on Amazon. Yeah, we'll, we'll be chart-topping. I, I can't even say we'll see you next week. We'll just see you at the next show. Yep. The show, the, the, the release date's getting a little... A little... Uh, choppy. A little choppy, but we, you know what? We're choppy kind of guys. It's nonsensical. It's, uh, we have nonsensical yep. release dates. It makes sense for the nonsensical so, show. Yeah, we apologize to everybody. Um, Patreon... We love you for still contributing and the, supporting us. In the big scheme of thing, it's only a couple bucks. They're fine. Yeah, it's a Taco Bell. Yeah, cool. So Thank anyway, you. Ryan, it was nice seeing you. Hey, I you miss too, buddy. You lots. I miss you. All right. I, I like the the hug that you gave me earlier. Always. Did you actually give me a hug? No. Yeah, that, that was my that was me sliding so, that into your brain to give me a hug when I leave. I was already running late, and I had to wolf down the rest of my breakfast when you showed up. Is that what you're? I was wondering. Like you came inside and you like immediately went to a plate. I'm like, yeah. I was halfway through because I woke. You know, working night shift, I wake up at weird fucking yeah. hours, so I had to get up early because I knew you were coming. Thanks. Eh. No. <laughs> but no, I had to finish my breakfast real quick, so. No worries. I have Sweet. 30 seconds to leave your house. You can do it. I gotta pee. All right. Bye, everybody. See you guys.